I know this is the Unleashed podcast, but I'm really going to try and restrain myself to a certain degree today because I've got some things I want to talk about that I don't really want to get kicked off the air for. I know it's Unleashed, but do I really want to be fully Unleashed on this episode? for another week. Welcome, well, another episode, so it was back on Tuesday there. Um, welcome back to the Mirror Army uh, podcast, Unleashed. Oh, today is going to be one of those episodes where I'm going to try and maintain my composure and not let my, uh, my, my thoughts on this podcast today ruin my Thursday. Some of the things I've been reading over the last 24 to 48 hours What's that saying? I always say, make my teeth itch. So, but anyway, welcome back once again to another episode of the Moor Army Podcast. Hope everybody out there is doing well on this fine Thursday morning. I am sitting here, um, believe it or not, this morning actually, guys, in my living room recording the podcast for once. I've just finished my second cup of coffee. I'm feeling alright. I'm feeling a wee bit tired this morning, but once I get my second cup of coffee kicks in, and to get a shower after I record this podcast and get myself up, up and about, I will be good to go. Today's my cheat day as well, on my uh, road to um, feeling better about myself. Just put out a, a, a YouTube video this morning too as well that I recorded yesterday, you want to go and check it out. Um, more DIY, where, I, <laughs> where Lewis was doing a bit of DIY work and I was locked in a shed. In home base, yeah. <laughs> Dad locked me in a shed, a plastic shed, in home base. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear God, we had a laugh last night. Dad and I going to do some uh, bits and bobs shopping for essentials for the house. Flipping nightmare, like, but nah, the things you got to do keeps you busy. Right, where should we go? Where should we start? Let's get into it. Um, I've just realised as I sat down here. I'm looking across my living room here and I've realised that the bottle of water I prepared myself last night for the podcast this morning is actually sitting on the other side of the room. And I've just sat down here in front of the fucking microphone and I'm saying to myself, what am I doing? I should have lifted it before I pushed the record button. Hey ho. I'll get it in a second. But anyway guys, yes, welcome back to the Mirror Army podcast. Um, I will wake up more as the uh, the episode rolls on because my, my coffee will obviously start to kick in more. Um, but yes, good morning, good morning, good morning here on this, should we say... Bright and bright morning outside today. Bit cold, um, but not too bad. Thank God there's no more snow. Um, but yes, welcome back, guys, for another episode. Hope you're all doing well out there. If you haven't checked out Tuesday's episode from the, this past Tuesday, where I had a, a bit of a rant about the UK government, they, those toss pots. Um, basically, the whole of the UK government, including here in Northern Ireland, I had a, had a bit of a rant about them. I also had a bit of a rant about uh, disciplining young your young children today as a, as a parent. Um, I had a good rant about quite a few things actually on, on the Tuesday podcast. We'll go and check it out a little. I always prefer this Thursday's episode of the podcast. So, um, yeah. 
I'm going to go and check it out, guys. You can. It's available on Apple Music, Spotify, also YouTube. And for the first time ever on the Facebook fan page. Um, go and check it out on there, guys. Um, it's been a bit of a fucking hectic two days, to be honest with you, since the last time I spoke to you. It's been pretty non-stop. And I've managed to squeeze a vlog into a little bit of all too as well, which is good. Um, I want to obviously hopefully get a vlog done today as well. Um, just almost a week since I put a fucking vlog up. Like I've just been oh, just non-stop. But we're going to um, check out the podcast from the past Tuesday, guys. Go and have a listen to it. Um, answer a lot of some interesting questions from you, the listener, as well. But before I go any further in this episode today, sorry if I sound a bit sort of blech today. Just waiting for the second cup of coffee to kick in. So I had a reasonably good sleep last night too as well. It's just a, I just feel a bit sort of tired this morning. You, know, you get one of those mornings where you, you know you've had a good sleep, but you get up the next morning, but you still feel tired and drained. Even my daughter came in to me last night and goes, Dad, you look really, really tired. I was like, well, thanks very much. She looks like you haven't slept very much for the last week or so. I was like, I love you too, darling. Cheers for that. <laughs> but anyway, yes, guys, let's get the housekeeping done before we continue on with the episode here today. Um, if you are new to the Mirror Army podcast for the first time today, or if you're a regular listener of the podcast as always, thank you very much for your support. Um, if you want to get in contact with us here at the Mirror Army podcast, you can certainly do it by the following methods. Um, first of all is the email address, which you can send us all your subjects, questions, and much more, which is Podcast at yahoo.com. Also, if you're on the wonderful, spectacular world of social media, Oh, social media. I get asked questions all the time on social media about certain platforms that I should be on for social media, which I will never be on, especially fucking Twitter. Twitter's full of nutcases, absolute nutcases. But if you are on the world of the old social media and you would like to get in touch with us here for any questions or anything you'd like to talk about on the Moor Army podcast, drop us a message on the Facebook fan page, which is Moor Army YouTube channel. Please, I keep saying this every fucking week, drop a like on the page as well, guys. Don't don't just look at the page or follow the page. Like the page. Share the page. Help get the Mirror Army to grow. Would appreciate it. Um, yeah, on Instagram, which a lot of you contact me regularly on Instagram all the time, which I appreciate. I was actually yesterday, I spent an hour yesterday, well, half an hour, an hour yesterday, answering a lot of your messages, which was some interesting reads. Um... Instagram, which is official from Matthew Moore on Instagram, if you want to follow me and give me a wee shout on Instagram, I can pick out some of the messages and read them out here on the podcast or whatever. Um, and also the main one, which today, guys, yes, today, as I finish recording this podcast, I will be spending at least two hours on this fucking website today. Finally, I'm getting a bit of time to myself today. I done a bit of extra work yesterday to try and get today off, and I've got it. Thank fuck. Day to myself today, um, but I keep going because I got a podcast to edit and everything else. So the website is finally getting edited today. For all your merchandise, all the videos from all the channel, all the channels, whether it be Moor Army, Redmen Football Ventures, which by the way, guys, we still have not uploaded onto. Which we need to. It's just I honestly, the God. Uh, I'll tell you more about this in a wee second. But anyway, yes, want to go on there and get all your Moor Army podcast, Moor Army uh, YouTube channel merchandise, and much more. Check it out. MoorArmy.co.uk. That's the website. MoorArmy.co.uk. Hell, what a what a what a day 
uh, last couple of days it's been um, just trying to, to balance everything and God love Lucy came in to me yesterday after last night after doing the, 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 the DIY that you can watch on the blog guys by the way it's on the, the YouTube channel now uh, the Murama YouTube channel Lewis God love him he, he God he must have been either fucking bored or he must have been <laughs> he must have been bored or <laughs> he just loves DIY I went out last night to buy a radiator cover for the hall. I've been trying to do bits and bobs around the house as well, balance work and try and do YouTube videos, do the podcast and everything else. And Lewis says, Dad, let me do it. He says, because I know you've been busy and whatever else. And God love me, he built it and stuff. And then he turned around to me afterwards and goes, Dad, you really need to get that Mirror Army website fixed. And I says, Dad, hey, Lewis, don't even remind me, son. I'm trying to balance everything at the minute. It's just, I'm so fucking busy, guys. I just can't seem to stop. And, you know, I've got that. I've got football uh, football stuff to edit to as well and stuff that I do for businesses and things like that. And just lately, I just haven't had the time to do a lot and I need to try and balance everything out. I mean, I mentioned it in Tuesday's podcast about, you know, losing the person who helped do the website and whatever else and things like that. And... I really appreciate this, guys, but I've had a lot of people come forward um, the other last sort of 48 hours and said, listen, we're willing to help out with the Moor Army, whether it be, you know, uh, web design or advertising the channel or doing things like that or anything at all to help out. Reach out if you need it. Guys, I really do appreciate that. Um, again, you know, it's really, really appreciative because a lot of these have obviously put your hands up and wanted to help out which is great which couldn't believe it actually when I started reading some of those messages but it's just I'm just trying to find that balance so I am at these last fucking god knows how long these last few months especially have just been chock-a-block just trying to keep busy and trying to especially with the Christmas period that was just fucking insane between work and Christmas and family and oh just unreal but one thing I did do yesterday before I go on to the, the subjects on hand today, uh, on the podcast here, I want to talk about. Um, I managed to get a, a couple of a couple of hundred more of those videos released on the channel again. When I was on uh, yesterday, answering you guys your messages and stuff and emails yesterday for that hour or so, um, I went on to the YouTube channel and started releasing some of the old the old videos. A lot of you probably don't know out there, but a lot of you do know our channel was hacked into a while back there and. Whoever hacked into the channel privatised all our videos and lucky enough we didn't lose any, thank fuck. Um, but I've managed to re-release a couple hundred more yesterday so we're now back over the 2,000 videos on the channel again which is great. I think I've maybe about another 100 odd, maybe 200 more, maybe more to release which I can release in no time at all. Um, some of the old videos guys, we're just going through some of them there and then last night when Dad was around with Mum before Dad and I went to the, the home base last night as you can watch in the vlog I was showing mum and dad some of the old videos that are re-released again. And some of the videos on the channel, guys, is just heartwarming. You look back at some of the videos from the kids, like what, 2017? It's like, holy shit, I must them to have grew up. But go back and watch them all, guys. They're all there. The whole archive on the channel is there. But it's just trying to balance everything, guys, between the website, get the old videos back out, home life, work. Oh, just trying to balance everything and it's just one day just seems to go by so quickly 
and then the next and then another day and then the another day and another day and as I said this on Tuesday's podcast I ain't got a fucking team to work with me I'm 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 a one man band now so I am so I'm trying to balance everything around and hopefully I can get it all back on track again so fingers crossed but anyway enough of me rambling on there guys and just talking complete nonsense again let's get into the subjects at hand today I want to I, did I mention it in the, in the podcast on Tuesday? You know, because you get so much going through your fucking head, you're trying to remember everything. I think I did mention it briefly, but I mentioned it last week. I, I was just flicking through the, the, the stories this morning to find out what's going on in the fucking big bad world out there, what's going on with all these lunatics running around going mad at the minute. And this one, th- these couple of stories just keep popping up and popping up and popping up no matter where I go to read stories. And a couple of them being... You know, this fucking balloon head, Andrew Tate, which I'll talk about him in just a sec. More about Harry and Meghan, which I'm not even going to talk about those two fucking balloon heads anymore because I'm sick and tired of talking about them in the podcast. Um, also, a story keeps popping up today about a, a murderer, a male man murderer who's been put into a female prison. Like, what the fuck is going on with this world? And a couple of our stories have just keep popping up over the last couple of days as well. Um oh, you know, COVID, these WHO, these these arseholes, these wankers, WHO, World Health Organization, or I can think of a few other fucking names for them, are now saying that people should be wearing masks again. Go fuck yourself. I'm sorry, it ain't going to happen. Um, and then I heard this morning as well, yesterday, our beloved friend of the Moor Army podcast, Mr. Matt Hancock, apparently was verbally assaulted yesterday in London at a tube station. So, yes, we'll talk about that. What else am I going to talk about here today? Um, <laughs> corrupt police officers. This could be a touchy subject that may even, may even get me kicked off the air on YouTube. So, if you're wanting to watch this on YouTube, I apologize if I'm kicked off the air, but... I was just reading through the the metro this morning, and it says here two to three cops in court a week over corrupt cases of police officers. <sighs> Interesting subject I'm going to talk about today in the pod. I, I am just not in a, in a mood today, where I fancy a rant. Also, guys, this is this is the thing too as well, which is doing my head and this this fucking migrant thing going on at the minute. But all these people coming over in the channel, it, it's all over the news again today. It's just, there's, there's a report this morning, it's all over the news, no matter where you go to today. I was on the radio this morning when I was making my coffee this morning, that apparently these smugglers who are smuggling people into the UK apparently are making nearly £200 million uh, a year. So I've got a couple of subjects that I want to talk about. So I've just made a, a sort of short list of what I want to talk about here on the podcast today. Um, obviously I want to go into some of your questions as well um, towards the end of the episode plus we have our lovely segment of the week which is always a joy to speak to the jackass of the week it's coming up on the podcast today as well right first subject Han argue we friend Mr Hancock Mr I'm a celebrity not really I think I am really one get me out of here yeah, Mr. I stand and lie to you, talk shit, lock you up for months and grope my secretary by him always back, get me out of here, person. Yes, apparently he was, um, yesterday morning, apparently he was verbally assaulted at the Westminster Underground Station in London. 
Uh, a 61-year-old man has been <laughs> has been arrested in suspicion of verbally assaulting him um, at the train station. My, my my day's ruined now because someone's actually put that put that person straight. Now I don't know what he said to him, but apparently he was shouting abuse at him about you know all different things. Now me personally, if I ever saw Matt Hancock, I I wouldn't even speak to the man because of what he's done. You know, I saw a very interesting article the other day I was reading about, uh, there was a photograph attached to it with all these people who were around during the COVID, the Mr. Hancocks, the Boris Johnsons, you know, all those numpties, um, what do you call him, alien man, I can't remember his fucking name now because I don't even really think he's worth even talking about. That guy, he's standing go, next slide please, next slide please, what was his fucking name, I can't even remember this morning, my coffee still hasn't kicked in yet. Chris Whitty, that's him. All those boys that are saying that these all, all these corrupt politicians, etc., should be standing in front of a Supreme Court just, uh, judge, which I totally agree with because of all the bullshit and lies. Um, but apparently Mr. Hancock was uh, verbally assaulted in the train station. Do, do, do you expect it? Now, I know, obviously, people are not happy with this weasel. And I saw a lot of people talk about it online during that whole I'm a celebrity, get me out of here bullshit that he was on. Saying, oh, I forgive him now for what he done. How the fuck can you forgive that weasel for what he done? Lied to us, locked us down, told us a load of shit stories, bubbled on TV like a five-year-old crying over a vaccine. You know, just his corruption, his lies, he cheated on his wife. You know, that guy is a weasel and he's a rat and I would not have nothing more to do with him. But some guy apparently is giving me a wee bit of verbal a verbal abuse. Now, okay, don't get me wrong. I don't agree with anybody who, I mean, I've been through it myself personally. Um, obviously, people shouting abuse at me in the street all the time and I walk down the street or, you know, Mafia, yes, your YouTube channel, shit, and it's all mostly like young lads and from the age of maybe 15 till mid-twenties. I've even had a grown man shout at me one time, or a grown woman, sorry. I ended up telling her where to fucking go to, trolls. But I think if you are in a, in a public situation where you're part of the public eye, okay, you are going to be subject to trolls and bullies and whatever else, because I get it all the fucking time. But the, the point is, guys, comparing myself even to Matt Hancock, I didn't stand and tell the whole country a load of fucking lies and bullshit and lock people away and take away their liberties and their freedoms and bankrupt their businesses and talk shit and tell people to stay at home and stay away from their families and can't go near them at Christmas and can't go near people forever, watch their relatives pass away and blah, 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 blah. Why he's out groping some wee dirty bit on the side behind his wife's back, why we were all supposed to be in lockdown. Mm, no, you do, do expect to get a little bit of hate out of that, especially when you've been caught out lying. Now, if you're like myself, who is just a normal guy who doesn't bother anybody, doesn't bother anything at all, just wants to make videos for a bit of a fun, a bit of a hobby and stuff like that, to get that sort of abuse is unacceptable. Anybody getting normal abuse like that, or like verbal abuse and stuff like that is unacceptable. Especially in this day and age where you say the wrong thing and you get easily offended and they all cry and boo-hoo and go on the internet and slobber and cry and out comes the snowflakes, you know what I mean, the snowflake patrol. But when you are a liar, a weasel, a rat and go around 
telling all this shit and bullshit and then go on to a, 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 a TV show and boo-hoo and cry and ask for forgiveness even though you've lied to people and bullshitted them and the way he way he done, well, he's going to expect a bit of a backlash because people are not happy with him. So it's the same as Boris Johnson. He lied to us as well and bullshitted us and gave us a lot of uh, crappy stories and told us to stay at home and don't go out the door and blah, 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 blah. But I sit here and have a party with cheese and... Uh, no, mate, you're all right. Stroll on. So, I feel sorry for Matt Hancock in this situation. Should anyway, nobody should really be subject to abuse. But whenever you ruin people's lives and tell so much lies, then you're you're going to expect to get it. So, me personally, I just thought I'd bring it up this morning. I've no I've no interest in it to be honest. But I just thought I'd bring it up. Um, because still to this day, people ask me, you know about these obviously I talk about the politicians and stuff like I hear on the podcast people say to me you know do you do you would you ever forgive them for what they did hell no never I don't trust politicians guys I've said this a hundred times before I don't trust politicians as far as I'm concerned because they're all as corrupt as each other so that's just my opinion on it. but apparently this 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 61 year old man has now been arrested so he is and no no doubt he'll probably get hammered for it but there's people out there who go on to social media with fake accounts and troll people to the point where people end up taking their own fucking lives. But because some guy has an opinion and, 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 and confronts this person and just says, maybe I don't know what, what he said, like, but say for example he just says, oh I don't like you, you're a liar, you're cheating your wife, blah 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 blah. Stating facts, he'll probably get fucking jailed for that. But there's people out there who sit behind fake Twitter accounts and push people to the limit where... They end up going fucking committing suicide, or they end up in a mental health hospital, or they end up going mad, and they get nothing but a smack in the wrist. It's a crazy world we're living in, guys, right now, but I, I don't know. My coffee still hasn't fucking kicked in yet. <laughs> I'm just sitting here. I, I'm done. But yes, anyway, yes, what about this or fucking balloonhead Tate? This, oh, this guy was arrested in Romania. Like seriously, I'm I'm just sitting here this morning, guys, with my laptop in front of me here, and I was reading the story before I push record on the podcast here this morning. In fact, I'm gonna pull it up here on my laptop now again. That I talked about it on did I talk about it on Tuesday? I think I did talk about it on Tuesday, where I said you know he, he was in a in a cell where there was like rats and all this bullshit, but he's now claiming Andrew Tate's now claiming apparently. Uh, the Romanian police apparently are stealing his cars and stealing his money. Yeah, stealing his cars and stealing his money. What planets this guy live on? I've had a lot of use text me the or last couple of days since the Tuesday, um, talking to me about this this uh, situation with Andrew Tate, asking me you know what's my thoughts on it. I've said my thoughts on he's a balloon head, but now he's coming out and making more bullshit stories saying that apparently they're, they're stealing his cars and stealing his money. This guy lives on fucking... Pl- I don't know what planet he lives on, like, but I, I just don't know. Because even what Brooke said to me on Wednesday, she says to me, Dad, I saw a video on TikTok about Andrew Tate. I, mean, I couldn't give him monkeys. He thinks the world spins around him. People like that I don't associate with. But, hell, what do I know? Unbelievable. It's the city that they're now stealing his money. There you are. Right. This is the one I want to talk about now. Like, guys, you know me. I've said this before in the podcast many a time. 
I have no issues with anyone. As long walk of life you come from, whether you're gay, straight, bisexual, no matter what race you are, where country you come from, I don't care. At the end of the day, if you you know work hard, live your life normally, and live a good life, then in my book, you're a good person. And then obviously there's ones out there who are just complete fucking bonkers. And, you know, I get called this all the time. I get messages from people all the time saying, oh, Matthew, you're a racist. You're a bigot. You're homophobic. You know, you're you're transphobic. You're this, you're that, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, whatever. Listen, I don't care what walk of life you come from or whatever. As long as you don't, if you're nice to me, I'm nice to you. You don't bother me, I don't bother you. You live your life the way you want to live your life. Everybody's putting this planet to live their life their way. Whether if you're a man, want to be a woman, or you're a woman, want to be a man, or you're gay, or you're straight, or whatever. Lesbian, whatever you want to be. Transgender, whatever you want to be. That's your decision. But I saw a story, guys, coming out of Scotland that really fucking baffled me. This little woman who runs Scotland, Nicola Sturgeon, or as a lot of people keep calling her, and it's not for you people out there who you're probably going to say, oh, you're trying to copy people. It's actually true. She looks like fucking Jeanette McCranky from the Crankies. So she does. And this little woman in Scotland who is the, is she the Prime Minister, right? She is the Prime Minister or whatever, the First Minister or whatever the fuck she is up there. This woman is a walking disaster. How is she still in power in Scotland is beyond me. This woman is a fucking lunatic. This woman is so extreme. Like, her rules during COVID were bullshit. Her policies are bullshit. People, anybody I've spoke to who is Scottish, hate her, don't want her there. I've seen a lot of people online wrote, ranting about her, telling the Scottish government to get fucking rid of her. She's trying to break, break Scotland away from the UK. This woman is a complete fucking lunatic. And her government recently, listen to this, this is, this is actually quite, I, this is baffling. This, this, her government has put a transgender rapist into a women's prison. As Isla Bryson, 31, was found guilty at the High Court in Glasgow of raping two women when she was a man known as Adam Graham. The convicted transgender rapist should not be held, shouldn't be held in a woman's prison. They were found guilty of raping two women whenever this person was a man. It says here, Bryson attacked one victim in Clydebank, West Dumbarton. Dumbarton in 2016 and another in Glasgow in 2019. This person who's now knows for a fact that they are a fucking rapist, which in my opinion rapists should be hung by the balls and fucking executed for this. This is this is just a, a crime beyond a crime. Anybody who is a pedophile, a rapist or a murderer should be fucking hung by the balls and tortured and the, this is where the death penalty should be brought out especially for the likes of pedophiles now I know this is the only podcast and I can say that how I feel 
But when it con- this this subject's really touched home for me, and it's really fucking made me angry in a way. That the fact that this guy has went and changed himself to a girl to hide his fucking crimes, who's now been convicted and sent to a women's prison. Now, women are in prison like men for a reason. Now, some more serious than others, but at the end of the day, you're putting those prisoners at risk by bringing in this fucking glorified rapist into a women's prison who is dressing like a woman even though it's a fucking man. And this is happening in Nicola Sturgeon, Scotland. Like, this is fucking disgusting. What is the world coming to when they're letting rapists, men, men who are dressing up as women, into a woman's fucking prison? And then it goes down to the whole things of, oh, but... He's now a woman, and you know it's transgender, and everybody has an equal right. He's now recognised as a woman. It's a fucking dude in a dress. I've not from Roman people who get the op or whatever, and they want to be a man turned into a woman, or whatever. But this guy is a fucking rapist. This guy has raped two women and is being put into a woman's prison. What the fuck is going on with this world? And Sturgeoner and her her country, Scotland. Is letting this happen? What is going on with this fucking world when they're put? Oh, it's, it's like what the? F- and I was watching a, 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 an interview last night, uh, this morning, there to try and get more and more sort of information on this story. And I'm and I'm, I'm it's just like what the? F- I'll just go through some of the more of the article here I was reading this morning. Uh, we see. Give me the evidence. Uh, she knew she was transgender at the age. Of, this person's now claiming they were. They knew they were transgender at the age of four, but did not make a decision until she was twenty nine. Twenty nine, really? Th- here's the, she made this decision when they're twenty nine. Well, the first rape was in twenty sixteen. They're now thirty one. Figure that fucking out. An excuse to try and get away with it. She is he or he or she is currently taking what was it hormones and seeking surgery to complete the, the gender reassignment. Okay, so figure this one out. They raped the person in twenty sixteen. They're now thirty one, but they said they didn't uh, two years ago. They decided they were transgender. No, I'm sorry. In my opinion, I think you're trying to hide your fucking crime. My opinion. It's sick, and the fact that they put them in the woman's fucking prison. I watched the TV show couple of years back and I actually came across it there about a year or so ago on YouTube this guy this is a true story this guy who wants to be a woman right uh, is in a man's prison in fact who was done that program Ross Kemp that's who it was Ross Kemp Ross Kemp done a program on prisons and I'll tell you I actually I think I still have it uh the name of it here somewhere I'll try and search it up when I'm talking to you um, Ross Kemp done a programme on a, a, a man's prison I think it was one of the most biggest maximum security prisons in the UK and in that prison was a man who liked to be known as a woman but he was in a man's prison now the person was in for crimes obviously that they committed now, I can't remember exactly what the crimes were but this person Walked around, you know, as a woman. And I can't remember the name of that program. It's going to bother me now. 
It was to do with Ross Kemp. If you search Ross Kemp prisons, but the point I'm trying to make here is this person was in this man's prison and wanted to be a woman, wore makeup and all, like a woman, but he was in a man's prison. But this dude now is walking Scotland's walking around all of a sudden since 20s. He raped the person in 2016, raped the person in early 2019, and then from 2019 onwards, he's now convinced people, or 2021, sorry, that he's now transgender and put into a woman's prison. That is sick. I'm sorry, it's fucking sick. But when I watched that program on Ross Kemp, that, what was it called? It was a prison program. I can't even remember the name of it now. It was, it was well before the whole COVID nonsense and stuff. I'll try and uh, search it up here while I'm on my laptop here talking to you. But that that program, like there was no difference. Sorry, I'm just typing into my laptop here now to try and find it. I should have actually researched this. Uh, but yeah, this guy was happy enough being in a man's prison. Now, he obviously was gay. But let me see. Ah, there it is there. It's called Ross Kemp. Welcome to HMP Bel- Belmarsh. It's available to watch online. I think it was on. Was it on ITV or? I think it was actually. But what's the fucking difference? This this person obviously in that Ross Kemp program was in jail for, I think it was what was it to do with theft or something? I can't remember. And and in, in, inside the person's cell. You know, have all the old stuff. You know, but the guy wore makeup and he grew his hair long and he wanted to be known as a woman. And this guy now in Scotland, who has raped women, raped women, are now, is now being put into a woman's prison because he claims he's a woman now. That's putting those prisoners in danger, in my opinion. And if you don't agree with me, let me know what you think about that. But I just read that story this morning and I'm just like, what the actual fuck is going on with this world? And there you go there. Some polit- or sorry, <laughs> just reading on down through the story here. It says here, uh, Joanne Cherry, MP from Scotland, says that the person should be held in a man's prison. There you go. A man's prison. One of the MPs from Scotland has now said that. So Jeanette McCranky or Nicola Sturgeon is a complete fucking bloonhead. Her government, I mean, what was that thing I seen about her recently? About 16-year-old wee girls and all can apparently make their own sexual preference and sexual decisions and all at that age and all. And younger, from the age of 15 or 16, they're allowed to make their own decisions when it comes to sex and whatever else. And the, the Sturgeon seem to understand that the amount of underage pregnancies are actually in her fucking country. That Glasgow is the capital of uh, drug crime in the U- in the UK and also parts of Europe as well. Homelessness, dr- the druggies, you know, does she not seem to realise that, or does she still live in a fucking on the moon? Like this woman who is trying to pull Scotland away from the UK, and I have a lot. I've I've got friends and, and family who live in Scotland. Hell, my cousin's married to a Scottish girl. You know, I I know a lot of Scottish people who probably don't like her, but most of them I've spoke to don't fucking like her. They all think she's fucking a balloon head. But Nicola Sturgeon is a complete and total tool, and that woman should not be in charge. She's nuts. I saw a, a cracking photo yesterday um, of Nicola Sturgeon shaking hands with Rishi Sunak, and it was like rolling rats shaking hands with Nick, uh, Jeanette McCranky. 
and I'm not making fun of Rishi Sunak because in case anybody there thinks I'm a fucking racist, I'm not. But because of obviously what, what, where he's from and his background and all that, there no, he looks like Roland Rat, them big giant ears he has. And that's just me being telling the truth. And people can call me a racist if they want. I don't give two fiddlers fuck. But the point is, this person getting put into a woman's prison is wrong. And it's endangering the women in that prison. And I think that this person should be moved into a man's prison. And that's just me being totally honest with you. I think it's bullshit. The fact that this person is a danger. To women. Now don't get me wrong. There's probably people, there's women in that prison who are dangerous individuals. Like murderers and all the different major crimes that they've done. But there's people in there who say, for example. I mean, don't get me wrong. All crimes wrong. But there's people in there who could be in for something so small. And not even just that there. The whole fucking prison's been put on risk because of this moron. Anyway, enough of that. It, it just baffles me how... Sturgeoner's government is letting this fucking clown in a women's prison. I don't know. Speaking of clowns, corrupt police officers, let's have a wee chat about those individuals. Yeah. Reading through the, the Metro paper, which I read quite a lot when I'm in Liverpool. Reading through the Metro this morning online, it says here, two, their main bulletin story today reads, two to three cops in court a week over crimes, which I'm not surprised. Look at the many police officers have been involved in crimes, especially over the last two or three years. Um, don't get me wrong, I have friends who are police officers. I know a lot of local police officers who work in the local area who are genuine, nice people. And they're good, clean officers. I had a friend I went to school with whose dad was a cop for a long, long time. I know boys still to this day who are retired cops, um, who are genuine, normal, working class people. I have nothing against those type of people. But when all these stories are starting to emerge lately, um, in obviously the media and stuff like that, there where cops are being brought in to court for mostly crimes on children and women. It's fucking disgusting. It is actually fucking disgusting how these these boys are getting away with it. Some of the stuff I seen during the lockdowns and all with cops getting arrested and suspended for like murdering women, raping women. Uh, murdering, murdering children um, some of them their powers going to their fucking head like during all the COVID bullshit where they were like stopping people in the park and for no reason like dragging an old man to the ground when he was having an ice cream in the park arresting two innocent women outside Blackburn because they were having a coffee more than six feet apart from each other the class that is a picnic and they arrested those two innocent girls and, and oh it was a fucking nightmare but then you see all these ones about uh, raping, raping women, killing women, sending inappropriate images to underage people through WhatsApp. Um, all these different crazy crimes that have been going on lately with the, with the police force in the UK. Um, you know, it, it's, 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 I mean, that, that story this morning in the Metro, the, the story says the public must prepare for the shock of seeing two to three police officers in week. Um, from Britain's biggest force, uh, they appear the peer in the dock in in the, in the courtrooms accused of serious crimes. Um, this comes from the one of the chiefs. Um, was it what time? Sorry, let's see what his name is here. I'm trying to read through the article. Uh, Sir Mark uh, says that there is obviously 
police officers that are being brought into court on a regular basis for illegal crimes. Now, don't get me wrong, there are police officers out there who are genuine good officers. And I was always brought up around when I was growing up as a kid to respect the police. And, you know, I obviously grew up around people as well who are always like, ah, well, back in our day, they weren't called the in Northern Ireland here. They called the PSNI, the Police Service in Northern Ireland. Back in the day when I was a kid, they were called the RUC, the Royal Ulster Constabulary. I can't pronounce that word sometimes, <laughs> Constabulary. Um, but then obviously it changed to the Police Service of Northern Ireland. Um, but when I grew up, it was always like you know, ah, fuck the RUC, fuck the PSNI. You know, at the end of the day, you know, I have friends here in the police. I know people who are in the police. Friends of friends who are in place. I know people who have husbands and wives in the place. Um, at the end of the day, you know, there is good, decent office, police officers out there. But then, obviously, there is the old ones who are, so we say, drunk with power or they're fucking um, doing things they shouldn't be doing. And turning the blind eye to a lot of things too as well, which they shouldn't be doing. Um but again, that's not, it's in every job, every walk of life. You always get the old corrupt ones or the ones who think they're bigger than the force. And But I mean, I noticed even during fucking COVID lockdowns and stuff, they got, some of the police were actually extremely out of hand, you know, with their, the rules. And, and, and some of them are still getting on like that to this day. You know, not even here in the UK. I'm talking about abroad. I mean, some of the police things that I saw online during the lockdowns and stuff was just fucking insane. You know, like Dad was telling me there... Last week, he watched a video of a man down south who was driving to go and get some essentials during the COVID lockdown, and the police have pulled his car over, but he filmed it when they were talking to him, and they were screaming, tell me your name, where are you going, who are you with? You know, like fucking like Nazi Germany back in the war. You know, when this guy was going, I'm going to get essential stuff, what's your name? What are you? I'm not telling you my name, I'm, I'm just out doing things. Some police officers do take it a wee bit too far, and they are drunk with power. But there is the genuine officers out there who are legitimately good officers. I mean, I've had a lot of experience with police officers in recent years, especially dealing with a lot of uh, social media trolls and anti-social behaviour and things like that. There, obviously, towards us with the YouTube channel and obviously me personally and all that. There, um, and a lot of the officers have been good. There has been some fucking numpties that are, are obviously not used to it, you know, when it comes to certain individuals. But I mean, when I've came to situations where I've had to you know, deal with trolls and, and bullies and things like that there where I've had to get police involved and some of them have actually been really, really good and done the ball and switched on and know what they're doing. And But then obviously you get the ones who are not obviously switched on and who are, as the old saying goes, thick as two short fucking planks. But when you see these stories coming out on, on in the press recently where these officers are coming in front of a judge because they're being accused of murder and, and rape and child abuse and... All these different things, corruption and, and, and fraud and, and all these different things. You're thinking to yourself, Jesus, what type of what type of police force is there nowadays? And, and in a way as well, I do feel sorry for the police sometimes because, you know, there's certain things that they could they could have done back in the day they can't do anymore. Like, for example, I touched on a subject there the other day in relation to, to the teenagers and young ones nowadays. You know, about obviously you can't discipline them a certain way like you used to and... X, Y, and Z, and the police are the same. I mean, I, I remember, I think I, taught, taught, I, think I said, did say this on Tuesday's podcast, like back in the day when I grew up in Belfast, if you stepped out of line or you were being an angry wee fucker to the police service or whatever, and say the police were driving around the housing estate and say you were throwing stuff at the car or you were acting like a wee shit and you were in trouble, 
and you cr- really cross the line, the police used to bring you in the back of the van, whoop your ass, and then take you back to the house, and then your parents kicked your ass afterwards as well. Nowadays, the police have only got certain powers they can do, and you know this is where I, in a way, it's the same as a school teacher too. There, all these powers and liberties have been taken away, and all now where you can't discipline people a certain way, and. If you ask a person a certain question, they get easily offended and they fucking cry and they boo-hoo and everything else. Um, but again, you know, the police service is there for a reason. And again, me personally, um, I, I, I do feel sorry for some police officers sometimes because they are restrained compared to what they used to be able to do compared to now. But then when you get these corrupt officers who are going around literally taking the fucking piss out of, this, out of their, their position, you know, and their role, and they're taking the piss out of it while they're doing fraud or all these unforgivable things to the likes of not even just women and children, men too, you know what I mean? And when I see these stories popping up all the time, especially over the last couple of years, they've been popping up and it's like, holy good shit, you just never know what's going on around you. You know what I mean? You never, never know what's going around you, especially if it's the as the fucking police force, and it's not even just the police force. There's other jobs out there as well that some people are taking advantage of. For example, politicians. You know as well. It's just fucking bonkers. And when you see these stories popping up all the time, you know it makes you think to yourself, Jesus Christ. You know what the hell is going on with this world now that the police officers are being done? And don't get me wrong, this has probably been going on for a long, long time. All the stuff behind the scenes and, 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 you know, it's the same as politics too as well. Everybody knows there's corruption everywhere you go. No matter where you go. It's like when you work on a fucking job, you've got a guy who's a, who's a boss and he's in a position of power and he thinks, I can just do what I want and get away with what I want and there's nothing I can do about it. But I always believe what goes around comes around. Because at the end of the day, in my experience, I've worked with a lot of wee weasel, wee rap bastards who are in a position of power in a company and they think they can get away with murder, and they 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 over, they think they can overrule people. Oh, I'm the boss. I can do what I want, and then it all catches up with them in the end. It always does. So, but when I read this story again about the cops coming up on the metro this morning, it was just like I'm not surprised. I'm really not surprised. Some of these cops out there are corrupt. As I said to you, I've got a couple of friends of mine I've known for a long, long time who are in the police force who are good people who are legitimately good people and they work hard and again I, I respect them for putting their lives on the line um, every day when they put their uniform on go to, every time they put that uniform on sorry and go to work it's the same as a, I know a lot of firefighters or firemen you know the same respect them when they put that suit that, that fireman every time they get in that fire engine and go out to fight a fire you know fair play to them Um you know, it's just, it's the same as, like, for example, the army too, the army, um, and again, I went to school with a couple of boys who were in the army too as well, um, actually ran into an old schoolmate during the summer there who was in the army for a long time, uh, respect to those people too, but then obviously no matter where you go, you're always going to get the corrupt ones or the people who are drunk with power and they think they can get away with it, like these police officers sometimes think, oh, well, I'm a police officer, I can get away with it, no, well, obviously you can't because now you're standing in front of a fucking judge ready to get castrated. So, but yeah, that 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 doesn't surprise me. Corrupt police officers. Um, you may think to myself, say, oh well, you know, it, 
why are you bringing this up? Well, I'm bringing it up because it's happening right now, right on our own doorstep too as well. It's happening here in Northern Ireland too as well. Here's another thing I want to talk about today, guys, as well, which really, really pushes my buttons. I've talked about this before um, on the podcast, but I just want to touch on it briefly. It's quite this morning that apparently these, these people smugglers who are bringing in all these illegal immigrants into the country apparently have made over £200 million this past year. I, I, um, I've mentioned this so many times in the podcast. If you come into this country and work hard, pay your taxes and don't bother anybody, I don't have a problem with you. But when you come into this country and you're going around, you're, I seen a story last night there where a guy came into the country illegally. He'd done two, done two murders or something in some other country. He was refused citizenship in Norway and then the UK. He lied in his paperwork to the UK and the UK let him in. And he went out and decided to start murdering people. And now they've, got, they've just jailed him in a UK prison for 20, 25 years or something he got. In a UK prison. Why the fuck was he brought into the country in the first place? Why was he allowed into the country in the first place? But these people smugglers have now made over £200 million this past year. Bringing these people into the country illegally. And that really pushes my buttons. And really makes me so fucking angry. People who come into this country legally. Who want to work hard. Pay their taxes. Create a new life for themselves. You know. Make a contribution towards the country. That's fine. But when these illegals come into the country who are a danger to the walking public member in the street and they're being brought in and they're being everything handed to them and when you say no to these people they play the fucking race card or they play the or it just makes my blood boil but when i saw that figure this morning over 200 million people guys i know how fucking stupid this government is the uk government there are these immigrants who are coming in illegally, not wanting to work, just want to come into the country illegally, who are being brought in by these people smugglers, are making fucking videos on TikTok while they're on the dinkies. Yeah, I saw that month, a couple of a month or two ago. They're making TikTok videos and they're mocking the UK government and they're mocking the people while they're coming into this country illegally. And... The one, one of the TikTok videos I saw, it was all these men. No children, no women, all men. And when they came into the country, within a month, four of them were arrested. Two for attempted murder and other ones for burglaries, whatever else. Really? And they're making TikTok videos and laughing about it. So you tell me, what the fuck is going on with our UK government? Unbelievable. And I saw that figure, 200 million, I thought I'd mention it in the podcast today. It's just the, the people smuggling, they're bringing them in all the time. Week after week after week after week. And then, then these politicians are going, yes, we're clamping down on it. No, blah, blah, blah. Stop talking out of your asshole. Go go to the shopping centre and buy. Uh, in fact, go on that, what's it called, that shop on TikTok. TikTok shop and get that offer they have on it. The 60 tort rules for 20 quid. Because you might wipe your mouth because you're talking so much shit. Honest to God, it's, it's just, oh. When I saw that figure, it was just like, what is going on? Like, seriously. But anyway, these, uh, the final wee thing I want to talk about before we get into some of your questions today, guys. Um, these WHO arseholes, these World Health Organization people, the Mr. Chris Whitties of the world are now saying that masks will return. Masks are going to return, apparently, because of this new variant of covid what a load of shit 
Do you want my, ver- my, my thing on it? You'll never see me wearing a mask again. I'm sorry. You can stick it up your ass. I'm not wearing it no more. They don't work. So these WHO guys are ranting all over the news this morning, saying new COVID strains have surged across the world of China and are heading into Europe. Well, are you surprised they're being in China because you've kept the Chinese people locked up for three fucking years in their homes and they haven't had a chance to mix with anybody? So obviously the germs are going to start spreading once you let everybody back into society again. You've kept them locked in their homes like animals having drones flying around the top of apartment buildings to make sure everybody's in their home and they're not leaving their home, having them queue outside every single day for COVID tests to be tested daily, your zero uh, COVID policies don't work. So obviously people are starting to get sick now because they're starting to mix with people again. It was the same as us here in the UK. What's the difference? Masks, don't think so. Do not fucking think so. They can stick that straight up their ass because I ain't wearing no bloody mask again. Anyway, let's get on to some of your questions, guys. I can't believe I've been talking for nearly an hour already. I can't believe it. Um, my coffee's starting to kick in now. I'm starting to feel a bit of a buzz. <laughs> oh dear. I want to give actually a shout-out today on the, on the podcast today, actually, before again. Some of your questions to a, a very good friend of mine, Mark, who loves the Unleashed podcast. Um, Mark, who is a long-time friend of mine. Um, if you're a long-time follower of my YouTube channel, Mark actually was the guy who took me to the softball game there about a year or so ago. Um, and Mark and I have been friends for a long time. And he's actually sent me a text earlier or last week. He asked me, he said, looking for a walking buddy. So, Mark, if you're listening to the podcast, my man, yes, walking buddy. It'd be great to have a good walk with you. You've got lovely, lovely big dogs as well. We could take those for a nice big walk and have a really good catch-up. So I'm going to send him a wee text here probably in the next couple of days to try and get something arranged. Because um, I know he loves listening to the Unleashed podcast. So Mark, if you're listening, as you always do every week, you text me every week, tell me about the Unleashed podcast. <laughs> uh, big shout-out to you, my friend. And uh, we'll definitely get a walk sorted out soon because um be good to catch up with you. Because with Mark, Mark's, I love Mark. He's just a, a straight shooter. Doesn't take no bullshit. Loves, just loves talking, telling the truth. I've known Mark since what, God, the nineties. Long time I've known Mark, so I have. So we'll definitely get that sorted out, my friend. Down the road, we'll definitely have a catch up. Right. Well, anyway, let's get into some of your questions here. Uh, in fact, before I do that, I actually want to pause pause the podcast here because I need, I need a bottle of water across the room's fucking looking at me, and I need a drink of it. So I want to pause here for just a second to get a drink here. Right. Let's get into your emails here. First one here from Charlene uh, on the email says, "Hi, Matthew." Love your podcast every week, also the YouTube videos as well. Just wanted to give a, a happy 37th birthday shout out to my partner this coming weekend, Rob, who turns 37 and is also a big listener of the podcast as well. Hope you get this email in time before the weekend. Uh, love the podcast, love the YouTube videos, keep up with the good work. Uh, love my partner very, very much. Just wanted to wish him a happy birthday. There you go. Happy birthday, Rob. 37. I wish I was 37 again. <laughs> um, yeah, happy birthday, my friend. Hope you have a great birthday. Um, probably you're a big listener of the podcast, so thank you very much. So, should I sing him happy birthday? Nah, script. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Rob. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Have a good one. Um, hope your partner spoiled you rotten. And uh, hope you have a great weekend. Hey, guys. So thank you very much for the email. Thanks for the support for the Mirror Army. I really do appreciate it. So yeah, 
uh, happy birthday, my friend. Do you fancy taking a couple of my ears and I can be 37 again? You can, I can, you can be 41? No? Oh, well, it was worth a shot. <laughs> I'm kidding. Listen, happy birthday. Thanks for being a supporter of the Moon Army. I do appreciate it. Let's move on to another one here now on the emails. Let's have a look here. Do, 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 do. Yes, I've got one here from David. David, all the way from Cowdenbeath. Okay. David from Cowdenbeath wants to know, Matthew, growing up as a kid, did you ever have any unique clothing that always sticks in your memory? Myself, growing up as a kid, I always remember having the old Adidas popper tracksuit bottoms. Do you ever have? Did you ever own a pair of those back in the day? Was there ever any clothing items that you ever had as a kid growing up that you always remember and sticks in your mind? Keep up the good work for the podcast. There you go. So doesn't even say goodbye at the end. It says keep up the good work for the podcast. So okay, thank you, uh, Mr. From, uh, David from Cowden Beath. Um, you need clothes. Did I ever own a pair of the Adidas popper bottoms? Yes, I did. I actually saw them. They re-released them there. When did they re-release them? It was about two, three years ago. Uh, JD Sports were selling them, but they were like 50 odd, nearly 60 pound a fucking pair. It was unbelievable. I do remember those back in the day where... I, I never done it personally because, number one, I didn't have the balls to do it. Um... Back in the day, whenever we had those Adidas popper bottoms, guys, what these, bo- these are, these were like tracksuit bottoms. They were very, very popular in the 90s. So they were in early 2000s where you had these Adidas bottoms and at the side of them had these little buttons where you could pop them open. And <laughs> I remember boys used to run around um, pulling them on the girls, like ripping the, pulling them up because they all popped open. Um, those, and obviously girls used to do it to guys and all too as well. That was one of the funny things you used to do back in the day. I'd never done it to girls. I never had the balls to do it back then, but... Um, I did see a pair of them knocking about there, God, a couple of years back. Any more unique bits of clothing ever had? Um, yeah, uh, my old football jackets used to wear back in the day, football coats. Um, I remember getting one for Christmas one year. It was a Liverpool one made by Reebok. I also remember um, the old, uh, they were, I don't know if they ever sold them anywhere else in the UK, but they were called the Naf Naf jackets. They were like wee rain jackets that said Naf on the back of them. Um, used to get those jackets. Um, always remember these one pair of shoes that mum and dad bought me. Then back growing up back in the day, guys, mum and dad didn't have very much money. You know, dad was the only one that was working in the home, and God love him, work paying his dues like he was working night and night and day for the, the the city council in Belfast. He was working his tail off like. And remember, mum and dad bought me these really. My mum bought me these really cheap shoes from a shoe store which is no longer in the town where I live in, Bangor. Um, they were white and on the side of them said the word Astro. I know, of all the names, these these fake, the way you get these trainers or, or, or people in Northern Ireland call them goodies. Um, you go into the likes of Tesco, Asda, department stores, whatever. Um, and you get these cheap brand shoes for like, I don't know, 15, 20 quid. Mum bought me these shoes. You get them in like wee shoes shops and all too as well. But mum bought me these white shoes. I always remember them. They were around about 90, I'd say about 95, 94 maybe. I was about 13, 14. But I didn't lose at the time. She bought me these white trainers. 
and on the side of them it said Astro and they were so fucking embarrassing to wear and I never forget them because the front of them had like this wee when you looked at the front of the front of the shoe had like these wee holes in them and they were fucking they were like so hard like it felt like a plastic type shoe and my friends used to take the piss in them because they used to be wearing the likes of Adidas and Nike and things like that there and I was wearing these fucking shitty shoes because that's all they could afford at the time mum and dad obviously my dad was working his ass off and didn't have very much money back in the day but I always remember these shoes I also remember my shoes when I moved from Bangor to Bel- from Belfast to Bangor the shoes that mum had bought me for primary school my one and only year I'd done in primary school they were like these black trainer type shoes with this big green fucking dot thing on the front of them they were really random looking and they felt like a plasticky type shoe as well. Um, anything else I used to wear back in the day? Uh, obviously my football jackets, I said that are my long, long, long football coats, the old Umbro one from back in the day. Um, trying to think. See, I grew up, guys, where, you know, mum and dad, as they didn't have very much money and stuff like that there. I mean, I never owned a pair of Levi jeans or back in the day they used to have like Levi denim jackets and all these different trendy clothes back in the day because you know obviously dad was the only one providing it at the home at the time and obviously what was it rent to pay and bills to pay and things like that and we got by i mean hell was having the conversation there with mum the other week and she was saying there was times where her and dad didn't even eat to provide food for me which didn't even know about that so it's crazy like i've done the same for my kids as well especially whenever I remember times where when I first um, moved out of my family home, obviously after my divorce and all, I finished myself and my wife went our separate ways. She ended up with fucking everything and I ended up with nothing. I ended up in a broad sofa. But I remember when I first got back, in my, I first got my little flat at the time. I only had it for about a year before I moved in here where I am now. And I remember it was the first time ever in my whole life I was unemployed. And I was struggling, guys. I mean, I was getting the minimum amount of money on benefits. I think it was about 65 quid a week or something I was getting. And when Brooke and Lewis came to live with me permanently, I was only living on that, like, 65 quid a week. And I had very little money where I had to try and keep money in the bank to maintain it. And then when Brooke and Lewis came to live with me full time, um, after obviously being with their mum and obviously only came to me at certain times in the week, um... I remember, like, not eating dinners at night time to make sure Brook and Lewis were fed. You know, it was hard. It was really, really hard back in the day, guys, but I managed to get through it. And I remember sitting some nights starving. And as long as Brook and Lewis were fed, I didn't give a shit. So, but, yeah, the things you got to do. But in relation to the unique clothing and stuff like that, there's just so many things that stood out for me. Um, there was one unique bit of clothing that I've never, ever owned and I've always wanted to have. And I've been speaking to a guy there recently. And I'm hoping to get one. A proper one. An original one. I've ne- Back in the day, it was very, very rarely whenever I, I used to get a football shirt. Because obviously mum and dad used to have to work their ass off to try and provide for me and stuff like that. I mean, there was times like Christmas time where I received a Liverpool goalkeeper shirt back in... 1990 I think it was or 89, 90 and I adored and worshipped that goalkeeping shirt and then some fucker who I found out obviously who it was eventually stole it off our washing line um, 
my person's no longer with us anymore. They're now deceased a few years and a good few years now. Um, that was my one of my pride and joys as well as as a, as a kid growing up with a shirt, but and a, the the silver candy Liverpool shirt. But the point I'm trying to make here is, um, there was a Liverpool shirt out back in I think it was about ninety five ninety six. It was the Liverpool shirt, and I've seen the old replica ones they put out in the Liverpool store. Nowadays, but obviously because they're not sponsored by Adidas, because it was Adidas who made it. it was the Liverpool shirt with the big eyes to call it the furry collar neck. Back in the day, it was the years of the Fowlers and the Collymores and stuff like that. When Collymore first signed for Liverpool, I've always wanted to own that jersey. And I was speaking to a friend of mine who knows a guy who does like a retro football store thing, and he gets his hands on the proper shirts, like proper proper none of this stuff you see in the Liverpool stores where it's just like. A mock-up replica of it, like, but um, speaking to the guy not that long ago, but actually he was saying he would hopefully get me one. I'd love to get my hands on one, so I would love to get my hands on one of them. I've always wanted one of them shirts from back in the day. But I mean, in relation to the, the, the clothing, um, the 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 popper bottoms, the jackets, the, the just the different things I always remember from back in the day. I mean, I still have all my old Liverpool shirts, the ones that I purchased myself whenever I finally started working myself and stuff. I still have them all in the big suitcase. Which I'd love to actually, I might just get them out sometime and just put them all out on the floor and let you see them all and put it on the vlog because I've got so many up there, guys, in the attic and a big, big suitcase that I'd love to share with them all on, on the uh, on the channel. But yeah, thanks for your question, I do appreciate it. Um, yeah, some clothes do stand out for me back in the day. Um, those popper bottoms, we'd love to get a purchase for a laugh now, just just to wear them to see. <laughs> but them broken loose will probably come up behind me all the time and try and pop them on me. We shits. <laughs> but hey, listen, it's all for fun and games. But uh, yeah, oh, just sit back. I'm sitting here thinking about all the old clothes that I used to wear back in the day, but the, the times we were struggling and stuff. And even even whenever my marriage and all it ended and I'd lost everything, even my clothes as well, I had to go and get all new, new clothes and stuff. And I remember some of the stuff that I wore back like 10 years ago and it was like fuck gee whiz the things you gotta do to get by like but but guys I know I'm a thing I don't really sort of like treat myself to new clothes now every so often once in the blue moon a bit do it Brooke even shouts at me all the time daddy you should get yourself new shirts and new polo shirts and t-shirts and jumpers and like, listen I'm one of these ones that wear a pair of shoes right down to the very bare bone and then obviously throw them out whenever they're finally fucking done there's a big hole in the bottom of them you know what I mean um, I mean, I bought a pair of uh, Puma King shoes, like football or football type trainer type shoes, ten years ago, and they're still in my wardrobe, and they're like brand new. I've only worn them a handful of times. You know what I mean? So, it's I wear clothes right down to the very bare bone. I've always been like that, even when I was a when I was out working myself, and I was I was married. Now I would always wear clothes right down to the bare bones. That's <laughs> just the way I am. My my my. Uh, my my friend says to me I'm kind of like that wrestler Mick Foley. I'm one of these cheapskates, but guys, I'm only one of the ones that spends money when I need to. So there you go. But thanks for your question anyway. From Cowdenbeath, wonder never been to Cowdenbeath. Any nice places? Don't know. Right, let's go on to the Facebook messages here. I'll go back to the emails in just a wee second here. But let's have a wee look at the uh, the Facebook messages here. Sorry, I should have opened up the Facebook thing here before I started recording the podcast here. Oh. You know something? This, this room's very, very warm this morning. I'm going to take another swig of water here from my water bottle before I continue on here. Two seconds, guys. Oh, dear. But, uh, yeah, let's get into the Facebook messages here. Right. 
I've got one here from John. I don't want to see where John. John doesn't even say really where John's from. Just a message from John. John Rob John Rob 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 Robertson Robertson. It's not Rob. It's not Robertson. It's Robert Robertson. I hope I pronounced that name right. Just wants to know. Hi Matthew. Just came across your YouTube channel six months ago. I've been spending a lot of time recently watching some of your old videos from back in the day. Didn't realize how long you've been on YouTube, and which I had to came across your channel a lot sooner. I see you've had a lot of ups and downs over the recent years in relation to a divorce, relationship breakups, and much more. Keep the head up, big man, as I enjoy your me- uh, your videos on a regular basis, and also now enjoying the new podcast too as well. Wish I had to came across your channel a lot sooner. Keep up the good work. Happy 2023. Well, I appreciate that. I hope I pronounced your last name correctly. <laughs> I really do. Is it Robert- Robertson? Robert- Robertson? Not Re- not Robertson or it's Robert. I, I don't know. Robertson? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Right, that's going to do another uh, message here from. Let's see over here. We'll have a look here and see. I'll go back to the emails actually because the, the Facebook is playing up at the minute. My laptop needs updated. Only got a new laptop out there, as you know, guys, but I haven't done any updates to it yet. I think it'll all update it and stuff. Right, let's get in here with one here from Janine. Janine here is from Southport. Oh, hello, Janine from Southport. How are you? God, I'm in the Southport in ages. Just says here, hi Matthew, just wanted to send you an email for your podcast to let you know I came across your videos about seven months ago and didn't realise you'd been to Southport a few times with your kids, Brooke and Lewis, and also your girlfriend. Then, watching through your recent videos, I've came across that you're no longer with your girlfriend and you've no longer been to Southport since. Just wanted to know when you plan on coming back to Southport again as myself, my husband and my daughter would love to meet you in person the next time you visit Southport. Southport, as you all know, is a very old-fashioned town and we love the fact that people from outside our little town loves coming here to visit, especially when I watched your video where I saw you visited the antique store, which we are regular viewer, we're regular uh, customers of, LOL. When's the next time you're coming back to Southport? We'd love to meet you in person. Happy 2023. Best wishes to you, Brooke and Lewis Janine. Ah, well, and that's such a lovely email. Thank you very much for that. Appreciate it. Um, Southport. I absolutely love Southport. There's so much more in Southport I still have to see. And I want to... Uh, do you know something? I was actually talking to Lewis there about, about Southport there about a month or two ago. Saying, Lewis, I'd love to go back. We've been to Southport quite a few times. Uh, recent time I was there was last March with Lewis on the day of his birthday. Yes, I was there with Sandra. Um, as you all know, we're no longer together anymore. Um, we had a great time in Southport. Um... Lewis and I went there on our own one time as well. We've been there with Brooke, and Brooke as well. Uh, Lewis had his accident in Southport that time, if you haven't saw it on the vlog, where Lewis came off, he went into the skate park with his wee scooter, and he came off the scooter, and he scraped all his whole knee and stuff like that. Um, Lewis and I were there a year and a half ago, so or so, maybe before our time went for his birthday, and we drove a little, a little boat down the river, which was absolutely brilliant. We had a great time there. Southport's great. The people are so friendly. And that antique shop, oh my God, Janine, that antique shop is amazing. I could spend all day in that place. Do you know, I, I would love to go over in the ferry and 
get some stuff from that shop and bring it home because again I know the airports are quite strict and blah 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 but I would love to go over there with an extra case or something and just fill it with stuff from that shop guys this shop in Southport I've done tours of it before on the channel this shop is amazing and I mean amazing the stuff you can find in there from back in the day and you can find some modern stuff too as well but that shop in Southport is amazing and I would love to go back again I really really would seriously um Lewis loves it too as well. I took Sandra to it there. She was in that sort of stuff like me as well. I took her there last March and she loved it. I mean, it's just an amazing place to go. Southport is a lovely, like old-fashioned English town and I absolutely love it. And I would love to go back soon. Actually sitting here thinking about it now is giving me butterflies because I want to go back and see it again because I just love it. And you know what I love about Southport as well? The pier. The pier is so long, and I mean it is one it's probably one of the biggest piers in the whole of the UK. It goes on forever. And see when you get to the near the bottom of it, you can actually just look across and you can see Blackpool. It is amazing, and I mean it is an amazing uh place, Southport, and the people every time I've been there is so nice. And yes, you hear people say you hear all these stories about uh, there's certain parts you don't go to and all. That's the same with everywhere. Our experiences in Southport have been amazing. And everybody who we've met in Southport has been amazing to us and they've been so nice to us. I just, that time we went in March was great. It was lovely weather. See, during the summer, guys, down at the front of Southport where the pier is, the outside entertainment is fantastic. The 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 arcade you've got arcades for kids. You've got things for the older generation. Like that, that pier, it's amazing. You've got a skate park for kids. Outside golf, you've got boats you can go out on. Outside entertainment, you've got mini golf. You've got and then you go on down a bit more. You've got the likes of cinemas and food outlets and all, all these different places. All you can do, and it's just absolutely fantastic. And my kids love it. And I would I'm I really do want to go back there again soon. Um. But yeah, thanks for your email, Janine. Appreciate it. And again, keep stay tuned to the vlogs. And we'll obviously be announcement over heading back to Southport again. I would love to go back even this summer just for a day or so. It's just a lovely, lovely seaside town, and the people are really, really nice. And I, even the train journey when you're going from uh, Liverpool to Southport, I love the train journey, and I'm going to enjoy it even more next time because Mersey Rail announced this week. That they've started trickling out the new trains. The new trains look absolutely fucking amazing. So they do. More modern type compared to the older style trains. Um, I actually mentioned it to Lewis the other day about the new trains. And he was kind of like, oh. I said, yeah. Because there's a young girl I watch on, on, on uh, YouTube now and again. Uh, what was her name on YouTube? I haven't watched her for a while now. Uh, G Loves Trains. It's called G and then Loves, L-O-V-E-S, Trains. We young girl from, I think she's from the Merseyside area. And she's... Someone, a train enthusiast, and she's a wee bit out there, but she seems like a nice kid. And she goes around, and she was invited last year to, to by Mersey Rail to go and check out all the new trains. And she was there, and the new trains were released this week. And I saw a thing on Liber uh, YouTube. I follow a channel called Guide Liverpool, which is all to do with all the tourism in Liverpool. And they've done a wee piece the other day on the new trains and stuff. So, um, so the, the trip to Southport and I'll be more comfortable when I travel on those new trains but yes today uh, we'll keep you posted I'm remember we're back there again and if you are if you're in your hobby and your little, as you said your daughter will be back certainly would love to meet you and love to meet you in person so thank you very much for the, the email I do appreciate it and uh, yeah look forward to meeting you and your partner so thanks for the email thanks for the support I do appreciate it 
Right, let's get on to one more before we head on. Guys, gee whiz, we've been talking for so long today on the podcast. Fuck me. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Right, let's get one here. Oh, look what I found. I found an email from our favourite place in the world. Not Manchester. Liverpool. Yes, Liverpool. <laughs> I've one here from, is it Chantel? God, Chantel, I haven't heard that name for a long time. Hi Matthew, just wanted to give you a quick email to say hello from lovely Merseyside. Being a proud scouser and coming across your videos from your Liverpool videos, your vlogs and your trips to Liverpool over the years, I just wanted to drop a message to say hi. I currently live in the Bootle estate in Merseyside, so I am living from a housing estate like yourself growing up like you did back in the day. I just wanted to say hi, we're big followers, myself, my two cousins, my two sisters, my mum and also my uncle all watch your videos. Every time you're at Liverpool Games, as my uncle is a season ticket holder, we always look out for you at Anfield but haven't came across you yet. When are you back to Liverpool again? We are heading to the next couple of games over the next month or so and would love to meet you in person. Have you ever been to the Bootle Estate in Liverpool? If so, what was your experience like? I know it isn't very much, but it's home to me. I have been given opportunities to work abroad and travel abroad as well. But again, nothing takes my heart away from the good old city of Liverpool. Keep up the good work with the podcasts and the videos. Love to meet you, Lewis and Brooke, someday in person. And hopefully get to see you one day and maybe have a coffee with you all or catch up with you as an Anfield. Keep up the good work. All the best, Chantel. Wow, what an email. Fantastic. <laughs> well, Chantel. Now, that's a name. When I think of the name Chantel, I think of a name. It's like... Because any time I've ever I've heard the name Chantel, anybody I've ever heard of a Chantel has been an absolute nightmare to deal with. <laughs> I had to deal with one person over here called Chantel before. It was a long time ago when I was working in security, and she was a fucking nightmare. But this, this Chantel seems like a lovely person. So, yes, you're from the Bootle Estate. Have I ever been to the Bootle Estate? I think I've drove through it once or twice. Um, as far as I know, is it Jimmy Carter's from the Bootle Estate, or is it Stephen Gerrard? I can't even remember. Um, so yes, Chantel, thank you very much for your email. I appreciate it. Um, yes, <laughs> I haven't been to Liverpool games since the Derby County game. I am due back at Anfield for the Liverpool-Real Madrid game at the end of next month. Um, I have been saying to Lewis a bit, maybe trying to get away to Liverpool before that. Um, I haven't been over since before Christmas. And to be honest with you guys, I'm really missing the place. Um, but the Bootless date, never been to it. I, th- well, I think I've maybe... I have a stayed at the Bootle Estate maybe one time standing over there. I don't think I have. I stayed in... Actually, I have. That place Dad and I stayed in that time. The train station was called Bootle Oriel Road. So that's, that is the Bootle. That is Bootle, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So yeah, I have. Bootle Oriel Road Station. Yeah, I have. Stayed there before. We B&B that time me and my dad stayed in. God. God, that was a while. That was actually before, just before COVID. Um, but Chantel, yeah, thank you for all your your, your your following for the channel. You say your sisters and your cousins and your uncle follow us too as well. So, yeah, fantastic. Uh, you know you, you know yourself by watching my videos how much I love the city. I miss being over there. I was actually kicking myself because I wanted to go over before before Christmas to the big Christmas market and stuff. And unfortunately, I never got a chance to go over. Plus, Lewis has been filling my fucking ear for weeks about this bloody pound bakery again. Um... But yeah, uh, I'm just trying to get back. And speaking of Liverpool, guys, I should have brought this up actually at the start of the podcast. I've heard a really, really good story this week. I actually shared it on Facebook, my personal Facebook. Is it what do you call that? 
channel or online app STV they're called here in the UK are re-releasing full episodes from the very start of the famous Liverpool TV programme Brookside fucking Brookside's coming back to TV again hallelujah like I, I seen it announced the other day there, it's a free online I think it's a free online service online STV they're called um, they're streaming fucking Brookside they're, they're starting off on the 1st of February with the first 10 episodes um, and then every week they're releasing another 5 episodes a week which is just fucking I used to watch Brookside growing up as a kid I used to love Brookside and that's what made me fall obviously with support Liverpool too as well made me fall in love with the city too as well but the fact that this program's coming back and it's like Wow, I just can't. It's the STB player. Um, they're bringing back Brookside. And I am so happy. You know, because there's some of the, the famous shots of the city and all in the start of the program. And it's coming back. And I'm over the fucking moon. I can't wait. I actually told mum that Brookside's coming back. And she's like, no, I mean, yep. So, it, I, oh, I just can't wait to see Brookside back on TV again. But anyway, back to Chantel. Chantel, listen, thank you very much for your email, Darren. I really do appreciate it. Um, it means a lot to me. And it's just so nice of you to obviously take your time out of your day to send me an email. I do appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to get back to the city. Cannot wait to get back to the city. Right, let's get on now, guys, before I head down the road here now. It's <laughs> the famous segment of the week that I love. It's now time... For the Moor Army Jackass of the Week segment. There's a lovely donkey. I've missed him this week. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Anyway. Yes, after... Well, I, I had a few people consider for Jackass of the Week this week. But after what I've been reading over the past 24 to 48 hours about this certain individual. And from their past previous actions... And because they are allowing certain things to happen that obviously shouldn't be happening, I personally think that this person is a complete jackass for letting this go ahead. And it's a politician. And a lot of the other MPs around this politician are calling for other action to take place. But I think that this that this jackass of the week should definitely go to this person um, because they are a complete jackass. And I think they're a fool. So anyway, after reading this, the recent story today and changing my mind, the Moor Army Jackass of the Week for this week is, can I get a drum roll please? Thank you very much. The Moor Army Jackass of the Week for this week is Nicola Sturgeoner, a.k.a. Jeanette McCranky. And the reason why this person is jackass of the week is because she is not stepping in as a ruler and about this whole situation with this person to get into the the jail as putting other prisoners in, in, in uh, danger. Also, all the other bullshit that she's been doing this past week, um, turning a blind eye to certain things and all this here, I personally think she's a complete jackass and she should be fit. she's not fit for government. That's just my opinion on it all. And that's why she is the jackass of the week for this week. So Nicola Sturgeoner, aka Jeanette McCranky, is the Moor Army Jackass of the Week for this week. 
guys I'm going to head on the running road here now so uh, it's now bringing it in for another week of the podcast hope you all have a great weekend out there my coffee has kicked in I'm feeling good now I'm going to go and grab a shower and get my day sorted today's my cheat day from my obviously I'm allowed to have a cheat day today when it comes to my losing weight and stuff um, but knowing me I'll probably not have a cheat day I've been saying that for weeks now every time it's a Thursday for a cheat day I end up okay I have a couple of beers and stuff like that there but I don't end up fucking having any crappy food or nothing so it's the joys so today guys uh, I'm going to be having a couple of beers tonight hopefully with Tony I had a few beers with Tony last week which was interesting um, Tony ended up leaving here about 1 o'clock in the morning and he was completely pissed <laughs> we had a great night last Thursday night Tony and I I didn't even talk about it on the podcast um, Tony came around last Thursday night we ended up having beer Lewis got Tony um, before a goal tell you a quick story Lewis got Tony this well he asked me to buy for him because obviously it's alcohol this be IPA box set thing for Christmas neither did fucking realise that the, the, the tins of IPA beer was like 7% of tin so Tony had a good few Tony drank that box of that there and let's just say Tony was feeling a bit buzzy buzzy afterwards like he was buzzing and then finally, after two and a half years of bombarding him, he finally had a shot of Sambuca. And that's to say, Tony left here in quite a state, even though I had a good few more drinks than what he did. That was so funny, because the next morning, him and Dad had to head out. And the call around here the next morning before they headed out. And I'm standing in the driveway feeling fine. I don't get hangovers that often, guys. I'm standing there nice and happy and all. And hey, how are you? And Tony's standing there with his head hanging out of his ass. So, Yeah. It was fun. We had a good time last week. And today's Thursday. We're going to have another couple of beers tonight. Um, I don't know why he's going to come around tonight. He said the mummy or day he was coming around tonight. But if he doesn't, I'm still going to have a couple of beers and chill out. This is my cheat day today. So, But anyway, guys, hope you all have a great weekend. Um, no matter what yours are up to. Lewis and I are at football this Saturday again. So if you're in the Belfast area and you want to go and check out some really good football, come to the Blanchflower Stadium up in East Belfast. Uh, Welders are home this Saturday again we're there um, on Saturday for football so if you're about come and say hello um, big football for Liverpool this weekend in the FA Cup also Saturday night is the WWE Royal Rumble so Lewis and I'll be sitting up late we have invited Tony around for that but I don't know why he's going to come around Saturday night for that as well um, so we'll be sitting up pretty late on Saturday night so we're looking forward to that late on Saturday night early kickoff on Sunday for Liverpool so be an early night on Sunday night for me um, so it's going to be a pretty eventful weekend for myself and Lewis uh, as well as obviously hopefully spend some time with Tony stay tuned for the vlogs coming up over the over the next couple of days as well guys I just released one there this morning uh, don't forget to go check that out we had a good day yesterday Lewis was doing a bit of DIY which he loved so don't forget to check out the podcast or sorry the videos coming up over the next few days but anyway guys hope you all have a great weekend don't forget to check out all the uh, necessary platforms for social media to get in contact Instagram Twitter, Facebook, and also the Murami website, murami.co.uk as well. So, hope you all have a great weekend, guys. I'm going to go here because I've been talking for the podcast here. I'm just looking at the recording here. Fuck, well over an hour and a half I've been talking today. <laughs> anyway, hope you all have a great weekend, guys. And until next Tuesday's podcast, and obviously on the vlogs, I will see you and hear from you on the next one. So, until next Tuesday, guys, for another episode of the Murami podcast, I will see you down the road. Have a good weekend, guys. Thanks for listening.